Okay, we're going to say a short Dvar Torah on the Parsha for the Neshama of Rav Matasiel Solomon, one of the great Gedolim and the last of the Bali Musar that were connected to the, uh, the Mashkiach of Lakewood. And this Dvar Torah is based on his Sefer, Matnab Chaim. Uh, and I really wanted to talk about this because... Um, we become a little bit complacent. A lot of my rabbinical colleagues were also saying it. It's um, and it's a shame what's going on in the war. The Rabbi uh, Solomon brings that the great student of Rabbi Saul Salanter, the altar of Kelm, of Simcha Zissel, he devotes the first four essays in his book Chachma Musar to this idea because it's one of the most paramount and important ideas. And this is the secret sauce that made Moshe Rabbeinu the greatest of the great, right? You know, there's no prophet. And what was the secret? Today's topic is, in what merit did Moshe become the greatest of all prophets? Because it says in the end of the Torah,
they'll put much better output when they when they're not. He says you work them so hard that they. Uh, and so, so Moshe Rabbeinu cared, and again he cared, not only for the nation but even in a micro level. He killed the Egyptian that was hitting the other Jew to death. That was the whole reason that he had to go forty years away, right, to Midian, and go back. So. There's one simple reason that I wanted to talk specifically about this idea. We see one thing. Moshe Rabbeinu, the greatest of all men, the giver of the Torah, the only person that had the great merit to talk to God face to face. He's the master of all prophets. You know, any prophet we have, from Eliyahu to Yeshaya to Elisha, it's only because Moshe Rabbeinu existed these prophets had validity. You know that. Right? Yeah. Only because of the Torah's emet that any other prophet is emet. You know that. If Moshe is not emet, even Abraham and Yitzhak and Yaakov's prophecy is not valid. So Moshe Rabbeinu was able to get through this great, great, great privilege and uniqueness only because he cared. And this anybody could do. You just have to open your heart. Sometimes our heart is so stubborn. Um, it reminds me of my father. I said, well, I, I never forget it to this day. There was a time they were blowing up buses and killing a lot of soldiers in Israel during one of the antifadas. And I, I remember one time my father was crying literally for five minutes when he heard a young soldier died and he saw his picture, Right? To be a Jew is to have a heart to, to care. And why this is such an important lesson for us that, um, and I'm going to tell you something amazing about this, about Kiruv. It was the, the, the whole, to connect all our classes together. But, you know, unfortunately, 175 soldiers have died. And countless people have been injured. You know, Rabbi Yaakov Hillel was saying, First of all, let's talk about the dead people. Do you know a lot of these dead soldiers have uh, children? All their children are never going to have a father. All these mothers, a lot of children are saying Kaddish for their father now. Can we? This has to be at the forefront of our mind. How can we just go party and have business as usual? You know, we have to be much more serious and say, pray for them and have a heart. Feel their misery. Because all of Jews call Israel Aravim Zelazeh. We're all our brother's keeper. We're not. You know, many of them are Yeshiva Bachran. We're showing a lot of the, contrary to a lot of what people know, a lot of these uh, soldiers are actually religious Jews. There's certain types of Yeshivas that they, uh, four years, two years of it, they serve in the army, two years of it. After they graduate from high school, they go to Yeshiva. And... Um, it it just it's so important never to forget that we're all one and we should cry. It's um something that uh is um unbelievably important. Our life cannot go on as usual, our partying, our every aspect of our life when you have hundreds of thousands of Jewish soldiers in harm's way. And one has to know that this 
idea of caring, caring is not a small thing. It's because of this caring that um, Moshe Rabbeinu was um, merited to get to all this thing and Hashem should help that the war should end and uh, Baruch Hashem there's no limit to how big the Jewish heart is. So this is what I forgot to say. Part of showing that we care is that we should there's a Mishaberach to say for the soldiers we could add it to every Shuan Esrei. Right? Because um, the whole night we were talking about Kiruv and zealousness for God there's a there's a very crazy thing that I've experienced. It makes my hair rise. Arizal says that if you ask for a spiritual thing for, from God, it's for sure going to get answered. So part of our prayers for the soldiers and everybody is not only that they should be safe from the terrorists, but they should be spiritually safe and do teshuva and uvaletzion goel ushave pesha. When does the goel come to Sion? The Savior come to Sion? Ushave pesha. When everybody does teshuva. So um, may Hashem help us to open our hearts to care for our fellows. This is going to be a great ladder for us to become great Jews and. One of the simplest ways to show that we care is just say Shir Lamalot a few times a day. Say Yemisha Berach during our Shema Kuleinur at the end of Tefillah and Elohai Netzor. Pray more seriously. Pray more. Don't talk in the middle of Tefillah. Pray more seriously. And that merit, may we see Mashiach. Amen.